Many odd things have happened since Elon Musk took over Twitter. The latest has been the upheaval of the verification system, which had really helped in separating the trolls from the rich and famous. Now, not so much. When you have verified accounts tweeting about a Russia-Ukraine bombing and celebrities trying to get rid of their blue check marks, you know things are going off the rails. Is verification something really worth having? What was the point before Elon and what's the point now? That's what we want to talk about this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And you're watching and or listening to the Free Play Podcast, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And join with me today, only, the one and only, your friend and mine, cow-watching extraordinaire, mm-hmm. Catherine Katawaki. Thank you, thank you. Hello, everyone. Try to calm down. Catherine, Cat, Dan Jarris. Dan Jarris! Welcome, Katawaki. Dan Jarris. Come on up. Well, you know, your, your friend of mine. Come Dan on Jerry's. up. Come on up, son. And speak into the mic. <laughs> it's the, uh, I, I, I hear the, um, the, the Price is Right music. <laughs> well, here we are. Um, We've made it. When's you watched that show before I we c- get started? I couldn't tell you. Have you watched it in the, um, I've seen Jim a Carrey era? Uh, I don't know, but I've seen, the only time I've quote-unquote watched it was some there were some cringy clips on tiktok like how cringy are we talking i mean i don't remember what they were about so not memorable but cringy okay gotcha gotcha so i haven't but i haven't seen the actual show and uh who knows long time i feel like i i watched a clip not that long ago of a guy excuse me a guy who he like backed out of a game with a thousand dollars and it was like a dice rolling one where he had like three or four more chances to get a car and he was like one or two dice away it was crazy interesting was like, i'll take the money like oh all right and he was like we've we've never had that happen before gotta keep it fresh the content sorry about the boring television everybody. <laughs> yeah um well hey uh that aside yeah price is right aside welcome uh we are love thy nerd we're a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors and the way that we do that today here on this podcast is by hanging out and talking about all sorts of goofy stuff with you kate what are you doing down there sorry i i um it's cold in here and i needed to turn my little heater on but then i accidentally tipped it over and it has the safety <laughs> thing that shuts it off so then i had to turn it back on and then adjust the temperature again yeah all i heard is what is happening down there that's what was that's anyway. what was happening so sorry <laughs> <clears throat> um this love thy nerd is is that that ministry that i told you about and we've got a website yeah, love that, that Please go and uh, find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd and all major outlets and also at lovethynerd.com. We would love to hang out with you. And we just had a really cool 
um, resource that came out for Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Yes, we did. That is all of the things that we have done Star Wars-wise. And I cannot believe how much Star Wars stuff <laughs> we put out. It's it was good. so much. It's the good stuff. So much stuff. So head on over to lovethynerd.com. Check that stuff out. And while you're there, check out other cool stuff that we got. There's a lot to see. My name is Bubba. Um, I am the CEO here at Love Thy Nerd and one of the founders. And Kate is also one of our founders and our admin team lead. And she's crushing it. She's so good at her job. She was just telling me earlier I was, how great she I is was, at her I job. I was telling you how I was discouraged. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I always yeah. have social media to cheer me back up. <laughs> yeah, dude, the conversation we were having, she was like, I don't know anything. I can't do anything. That's like, really hey, reassuring to the people donating you're to fine. this. You're fine. You know so many things. Uh, well, we'll see. Yeah. And then we watched videos of a cow eating hay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's supposed to be having a baby cow, but yeah, she's, 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 she's scheduled to have a baby and she's, she's busy. Lollygagging. <laughs> um, well, hey, uh, we, we'd like to. With free play, the whole point of this is just kind of to familiarize you with us and to kind of break down any kind of hierarchical pedestal. Oh, it's love thy nerd or oh, they're, you know, founders. It's like, man, dude, we are just flawed individuals the same as you are. We like to have fun. We like to hang out. We like to play games, um, you know. Read, watch, play, yeah, and we could barely start this podcast after doing 174 episodes of it. It took us like three tries. So it was a cold start. It was a real cold very start. cold. And you know what? <laughs> I think I 100% believe, Kate. It's because I normally have a rhythm of like I'm going to get in. I'm going to get things ready. We're going to do yeah, stuff. Well, we're going to talk about whatever, and then we're going to go. You didn't into do the pre-show. We we did none of that <laughs> stuff. None of it. We tripped and fell all the way through. Even before we started rolling, we were just stumbling forward. I had no point to what we were doing. From the moment I we both we, appeared on the screen, it was already going downhill. <laughs> I, I, we got a lot of stuff done, though. We like, did, but not LTM anything that's relevant for what we were trying to do this morning. And now it's showing. Nothing. So yeah. um, I'm sorry yeah, our, to, our is to whoever it, this affects. I don't know who it affects. I, probably the listeners. The listeners? I had to guess. Well, the- <laughs> <laughs> anyway hey i had a chance last yeah, let's talk about something else today no. today Today's we're friday. recording this on friday live on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd at noon eastern time come and hang out with us but i had a chance sometime last week wednesday i think it might have been um to go maybe it was tuesday it doesn't matter sometime last week let's see to go down to san antonio from where i am san antonio texas mm, did you go to the river walk i had a chance to meet with Sam Healy, formerly of the Dice Tower, um, and also Andrew Lowen of Lowen Games. And He's we went great. to a place called Nightwatch Games. Best freaking game store this side of uh, the sun? I don't know. Like, it's it's great. If you ever have a chance to go uh, to San Antonio, make sure that you stop by Nightwatch Games. Awesome. F- super great. They have another store that's like immediately on the other side, like it's the next shopping center section right next to it. Yeah, there's a lot of shopping Um, there. And it's called the Sanctuary, and it's full suits of armor for like Ren Fairs, and they have like cosplay stuff for all. all, It's crazy. And Kate, here's the best part of it. I don't even know if I'm going to get to what I actually want to talk about because I'm going to land here, and this might take a while. The bathroom 
Okay. I'm okay. automatically intrigued. I know. I just I'm saying, I'm like, I <laughs> just, I sabotaged what was in it? What was in it? A toilet. Yeah. But they yeah. built. I should have. Dang it! I should have taken a picture of this. The <laughs> the toilet is a throne. Like, like Game of Thrones, like Iron Not Throne. Game of Thrones throne, but like it's like it's a, it has a like a wooden like throne built onto it. Wow. And you you like pull you pull the front of the throne up, and then the toilet's underneath it. So when you're incredible, when you're when you're doing business, authentic, right? very authentic. Yeah, you're you're on a throne. Ten out of ten, Kate's automatically. Oh, probably fifteen out just of ten. For, Kate's. Just for that. <laughs> yeah. Attention. Anybody's ever like driven through Texas? Bucky's has the best bathrooms. But I told I've heard uh, that I told actually. Porrick, I was like, I didn't know you guys were trying to compete with Bucky's for best bathroom in Texas. And he's like, I didn't either. But <sighs> I've never been to a Bucky's, and that's one place I really want to go. Oh, they're fantastic. And just do some like shopping. Go to the bathroom there, like look at everything, have the full experience. It's it really is, man. Like people stop at Bucky's even if they don't need to stop at Bucky's. I need it because it's it's a thing. Need it in my life. Anyway, we were we were at Nightwatch Games. Um, the and the bathroom at Nightwatch Games is just a bathroom. (laughs) Bathroom at Sanctuary. That's the one you want to go to. (laughs) Um, but we played Deliverance, and holy freaking cats that game is gorgeous i mean gorgeous it makes the one that i have back here you can't see it; it's right back there i'll take your word for it it makes it look like just absolute hot wet garbage just it's it's a pile of trash wow it really is the acrylic standees are amazing the metal uh courage tokens the first player uh metal coin stupid the dice came out wonderful the standees even the cardboard ones are gorgeous Man. and then the minis off the charts i bet lowen is so pumped right now he was like <laughs> he was surprised at how well it came out i mean honestly and so if you are getting a copy of deliverance and you got like the angel investor like all in pledge thing you're going to be very 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 excited and pleasantly surprised at what you get. And Kate, on the front of the box, LTN loves this game. I saw right? it and it looks really good. I'm going to post the pictures you posted on LTN <sighs> socials because please, this is a killer picture. It looks and really it's cool. A, it's the a little... spot finish on that. And so it it, it shines. Oh. And so it catches your eye in the light. Oh my gosh, dude. It just, like, everything about it was like, this is great. This is better than I could have expected. And I've seen it in various forms. You know, I've been talking with with Lowen about you know different versions of the game and <clears throat> gameplay wise. Sam Healy was also a part of that, and hopefully we we hear a lot more from Sam Healy in the future. Um, and so, like, it's it just was it was a really great time mm. at a really great store with really great people playing a really great game. Like, I'm excited just, for Lowen. Like, this has been such a <clears throat> big work in progress for him and he's been working his butt off for years on it and so the fact that yeah. it's finally like looking incredible better than he thought it was going to be and it's nearing that point to be released into the world not even to mention kate like the gameplay like i didn't even talk about the gameplay i like, just talk about how it looked and what it felt like and all that stuff the gameplay is good 
Like we played on a nightmare difficulty Ooh. and got all the way to the final boss in that skirmish and then just got decimated. But <laughs> but still it was like, man, that was like that was fun. That was a good time. I enjoyed that. I can't wait to play more of that. I'm getting rid of all kinds of games and I came home and told Anna I am never going to get rid of that game <laughs> ever. Like it just it's it's so it's special to me for a thousand reasons. Yeah. And I'm like, I just that's that's one where I'm like, nah, just just bury me with it, please. Like, oh, all right, yeah. So it's not going to go oh. on uh, Bubba's bartering bonanza ever. <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, but dang, that's another thing I could have talked about. Well, maybe we'll talk about that in post play. But yeah. I'll write it down as an option so we don't forget. Yeah, go ahead and jot it that's down. That's the way today is going. Well, hey. We're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to be talking about the things that we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing in nerd culture right here. Welcome to The Lightning Round, brought to you by Moviga. I'm Lee with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now grab your ponchos and let's catch up on this week's news. Respawn CEO says that he wants to make a Titanfall 3, but there are no plans to yet. Titanfall 2 was such a botched launch by EA when they placed its fall release between COD and Battlefield. Otherwise, I firmly believe that this series would be one of the titans, if you will, of modern gaming and first-person shooters. In my opinion, it is one of the best campaigns of any first-person shooter out there. Hashtag more Titanfall, please. Redfall gets a 4 rating from IGN. This is a rough launch for Xbox, full of bugs, awkward mechanics, and very poorly generated textures, if they load at all. Xbox CEO Phil Spencer himself took full responsibility for the state of the game at launch, whilst ensuring that Starfield received much better assistance from Xbox during development. I still gotta wait till June for the Starfield Direct Showcase from Bethesda, but we'll see, I guess. It's that time of the decade, and the current writer's strike is in full swing, as TV and movie writers strike in hopes of receiving a living wage. I remember how many shows were cut short mid-season last time this went down, and I'll never forgive those studios for leaving us all hanging. Let's hope this time around, the studio execs make a quick decision to not be so stingy with those profits, but I won't hold my breath. It seems like we have another Who Asked For This sequel, as Dodgeball sequel is in the works, with definite involvement from Vince Vaughn. We don't have any word yet on Ben Stiller, and I believe that gone are the days where Vince Vaughn's charm can carry a movie solo. So I'm curious to really see what actor they may get. Pedro Pascal is kind of on a roll, eh? Who would you want to see in the Dodgeball sequel? It's a great week or two for Star Wars fans as we have Season 2 of Visions getting high accolades and Jedi Survivor getting rave reviews with a great launch. You love to see it. Stories and games that expand on the universe are always highly appreciated. Now if we can just get a solid Rogue Squadron movie a la Top Gun Maverick, because I really need more backstory on Pilot Porkins. I mean, like I need it. Well it looks like the storm has passed. Be sure to check out the Moviga podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to that sort of thing, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Lee, and thanks for joining me this week for The Lightning Round. Welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba, joined with Kate. Hello. Matt is out. Um, he is just being a great human person. 
Just he is husband of the year. Just making the rest of us look bad, you know. Well, not me because I'm not a husband, so I'm not eligible not for the award. Husband. So I'm still looking yeah. great. It's just you that doesn't doesn't look maybe next good, year. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he is he's kind of you know watching over his family and you know watching care over Aaron as she recovers from surgery. If you're the praying type, please pray for her. <laughs> um, she's having a pretty hard recovery. Um, and also if you're here in the chat, exclamation point meal train, and that will get you a link that you can go and help them out. And if we're, even if we're not live, if you're listening to this, go to twitch.tv slash love thy nerd and into the chat section, type that in or anytime when we're live and that meal train link will pop up. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Hey, we like to talk about the things that we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing. Also, this is Kate. Sorry, I think I just scooted past that. Um, I don't know. I think you like- did. I think you did say. Did me. I? I well, I things. don't remember. Today's going great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, hey, we we like to talk about the things we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing in nerd culture. And um, Kate, I think I'm gonna let you go first. Because I have to, I need to, real talk, I need to think about what I've been doing. Yeah, well, Matt's also not here, so that means that I get to go first. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> nice try, Matt. I got the Horizon Burning Shores DLC, and I'm putting some time into that. It takes place in, like, the LA area. So I've seen the decimated Hollywood sign. I've seen the ancient-looking Santa Monica Pier already i feel like i've seen other stuff that i should know but i don't recognize okay (laughs) once again that world is just so beautiful it is so well done and so cool and i enjoy spending time in it however these machines are brutal in the sense that i (laughs) i get knocked down and i don't get back up again Oh. Like they just keep knocking me down and then Aloy takes so long to get up. She's like, ah, and falls down and takes so long to get back up that by the time she's back up, they're there again, shoving me down again. So it takes me like five tries to get up and I just don't have time for that. It really irritates me. I don't even I'm have time to pull my game. bow back or to throw a spear at them or nothing. But the, the story is interesting and good and I'm intrigued to see what happens next. And I like yeah. I like the way they kind of release their DLCs between the games. So it's a nice schedule. I think that this is like a year at least after the last the How game. How far do you think you are from the end of it? Oh, maybe halfway. Okay. Halfway? Yeah, I'd say halfway. Okay. You think... I mean, are you are you feeling like you have the steam to finish it or? Oh, I'll finish it. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'll finish it. I'm very dedicated to this franchise. <laughs> I, I, I will finish it. I just get annoyed when I get knocked down like that. Um, I've also been continuing Octopath Traveler 2. That one's going to be Ooh. just a doozy of a game that's going to take me a long time to finish. And that's another one where I feel like the hardest part of that game at least based off of the first one and then what I've experienced so far in the second one is when you first pick up all the characters because they're so weak and all the the bosses and the things that you face in each chapter are the same no matter like what people it's it <sighs> I feel like 
Not that I'm set up for failure. So you're you're saying I, like even if you go through as a different character, like the enemies are not changing. No, like it's still hard at the beginning. And then you usually don't have that many items because you've only just started. So you have no money to buy anything. Gotcha. So you're kind of just like getting jacked up over and over until you start to really get some leverage in it. But I don't mind. I like that turn-based stuff. Especially with this because the story is interesting and the characters are interesting and different and that concept of having the eight characters. And it's not okay. a direct sequel, so you don't have to play the first one to play this one. Does it continue storylines if you have? I'm not sure. You didn't play the first one? I did. Oh. So far, I so far it's totally fine, but I've only unlocked two characters. So gotcha. Okay. So I'm. It's still too early for me to tell if there really is a a thing. Um, and then yesterday, my cousin and then my other cousin's girlfriend said, "Hey, can we come over and have some tea with you and bring you a surprise?" And I was like, "A surprise? What's the surprise?" And so they wouldn't say what the surprise was. So they came over, we had some tea, and then they unveiled the surprise. My cousin's girlfriend got me Lego Harry Potter, the complete collection. And <laughs> I, I love that for so many reasons. I love that they wanted to keep it secret from you. And they know they knew that that was going to be a thing that just like made your day. <laughs> and then we sat there and played it, like played a bunch of it. And... It was PlayStation I, or Switch. Switch, Switch. So I, that was a good choice. Good choice. I've never played a Lego game. This is my first time. My cousins. Are you serious? <clears throat> yeah, my cousins have played every Lego game there is. So my cousin was playing it with me, and she's like, "No, no, you're doing it wrong. Look, look." And and she was showing me all this stuff. She's like, "We got to shoot everything. We got to get everything. Everything." So I didn't know any of that. <clears throat> And there was to get all the all the little coin blocks. Yeah, and there was tons <clears throat> of stuff that it just operates in a completely different way than a normal game. <laughs> it's dead's way different. So she's like, "We got to do this. Come on, come on. There's stuff we haven't shot. Come on." It was complete chaos, <laughs> and some of it was hard, really hard, actually. At least I thought it was like to try to figure out what was supposed yeah. to be going on. Well, they they increase the puzzles with each game. Like, it's crazy. What did you think about the humor? It was really funny. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Like, <laughs> like they go to Gringotts and the uh, the little the goblins are there, and he was like doing paperwork. He thought, and then he gets up from the table, and they come around, and he has like a picture of like a house. It's like a crayon drawing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so many little moments like that. It was really funny, and then so so they they do that in all of the Lego games. I love like it, it. It has that kind of like childlike wonder humor. Yeah, and no and voice honestly, acting. It was all like hmm, none. Hmm, hmm. And I don't need it. Like, <laughs> like if if you're a if you're like a fan of the franchise, you, you know you exactly don't need what's it. going you on. You don't need it. The freedom that all of these licenses give Lego <laughs> with telling the story, ah, oh, so good. It's so good. Oh, so. We'll see, like, how I can get through that. Maybe my cousins will play it with me more and help me get through how it. How far did you get, you know? Not super far. We only, um, we learned, like, two spells. We learned Wingardium Leviosa and we learned Lumos. And then we were trying to get through the, something in Snape's class. 
but there was a bug or something where you have to drink the potion and it makes you strong. And then you pull the lever back and it opens the door, but it wasn't giving us the command to pull the lever back. So (laughs) we were like, what's happening? So we turned it off to restart. But then I said, actually, I want to show you guys um, some of my favorite places in Hogwarts Legacy since you're both here. So I did the same thing that I did. Yep. With when you watched it, basically, which was here's my common room, here's Hogsmeade, here's the and they were like, let's see the potions classroom. It, it's probably gonna look the same as in the Lego game, and it looked exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff is like is is really important to some IPs. I know that uh, <laughs> Star Wars is pretty. They keep things pretty close. Uh, Marvel does that too. Sounds like WB is is very similar. But you, I mean, you want to be able to explore similar places, yeah, across and, different, and have it be you know, familiar across everything. Yeah. So the the Lego Harry Potter was a surprise. My cousin said to be careful when I get to like uh, book six and seven because she said it's really scary. So Ooh, a little spoopy. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> I believe in you, Kate. Yeah. I believe in you. Anyways, what have you been? Oh, that's it? Okay. That's it. That's all all I've been doing, I think. Um, I have been playing a game on Game Pass called Cassette Beasts. And so this is a pixelated 2.5D. It kind of feels a lot like what Octopath Traveler feels like and looks like. But the gameplay is wildly different. Wildly different. It's basically Pokemon. And so... You're going through and you're using these blank cassettes to record the beasts oh. um, instead of Pokeballs to catch the beasts. So a little more a humane, very, maybe, you'd say? Uh, yeah, maybe, because they're like digital You're just recording things. them. You're not taking them away. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it's it's fun, question mark, um, if you're into that kind of game. That's not really my preferred play style of game. It's just not. But... Um, it is, it looks beautiful. It sounds great as it's like on soundtrack and all that stuff. And everything's like really hi-fi. Um, you know, you would think it'd be like lo-fi stuff, but it's like, every, it's like really crisp and everything's, it's good. They wrote original music for it. Oh, um, I would say I probably played somewhere in the neighborhood of two and a half hours of it. Like not a lot, but, but I like it. It's, it's good. It's, it's a nice change of pace from just normal pokemon mm. while still being familiar um you're like you're not getting gym badges but you but you are getting gym badges like that kind of you know a motif so anyway i i've been playing a little bit of that played a little bit on monday um for the stream and so i like it it's all right i don't know if i'm i'm not i'm not gonna lie and say i'm gonna finish it well but, you tried you tried something new so yeah i tried yeah and played some i like game pass because i can just pop in and, and try new things um, I also, like I mentioned before, played Deliverance, and holy crap, so good. Plays like the the final actual play version of it, so good. We actually probably I should probably like do some tabletop simulator because it's in TTS. We should do some tabletop simulator Ooh. so people can get in and play. So I need I need to work on that. I'll figure that out. While I was at Night Watch, though, I did purchase a game oh I know I'm no getting rid of all oh these no games, well you I got rid of game. got rid of something to make room for new ones um 
And then that's exactly what I said too, right? <laughs> like I'm getting rid of games because I want more games. Yeah, now the shelf uh, is empty. It has an un- unsightly empty space. Got to put something there. I bought, and I wish I should have had it. It's on the table out there in the kitchen. I, I bought a game called Acropolis. And if you watched Beard Bros two, three weeks ago, Matt and I played Acropolis on Board Game Arena. Kate, this is a game. They only had two copies of it in the store. Okay. Oh. This is a game that on my list of games to get, which is a very short list of games to purchase now, right? <laughs> it was there. And I, it was, it was one a of those sign. Moments I, <laughs> I saw it and my heart dropped. <laughs> Which is stupid. It's a game, right? So stupid. No, 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 no. But it was your heart's desire. At Gen, at Gen Con last year, when this game like publicly released, you couldn't get it. This was the same. It's it's distributed by the same company that distributes um, Turing Machine, and you couldn't get Turing Machine. You couldn't get. I remember that like, you I, wanted the game that is, one. The game is called Acropolis. I don't know why I bantered so much before I said the name. No, the you did. You did called, say it. Oh, I did say you it. Did say it. Yeah. Okay. So Acropolis and. It's wonderful. You guys should go play it on Board Game Arena. We should play it together. I want. I love this. It. It's a game that is not going to sit on my shelf. We've got a game night tonight, and I'm. I posted about. It. I was like, "Hey guys, I got a brand new game. I want to play with everybody." Um, it plays one to four players, or two to four players. I'm sorry, and it's not super. Take that. You know, like I'm not trying to grind you into a fine powder. I'm trying to build. The best Acropolis, the best city. You're trying to build your best city. Okay, and that sounds. I just, like it. I like it so far. It's just fun, man. I, I, we played it and I loved it, and I haven't been able to get it out of my dang brain. And now I have it on my shelf, and I'm a very happy boy. Um, not to say that this is a game that I will keep forever, because I don't think that it falls into that category for me personally, but it might. Mm. So we'll see. Um, speaking of all of that getting games out uh you guys can't see behind me if you're listening but um <laughs> there's a have, pile of games yeah uh i tried to send out title blades but they wanted to charge me 71 dollars to ship it i can't it. believe so shipping, that shipping is bonkers i think i might have found a way around it so i'll probably circle back to that that's the most ridiculous uh, thing i've ever heard all of my games um isofarian guard fantastic game it's number one on bgg's hotness i just don't have the game group to play it and so I already have this one sold, and it's going out. Um, I got rid of, I don't know, three three games, uh, Frosthaven, Gloomhaven, and Quests of Yore, which is Onward from Disney. It's the game that Barley plays, and they go on the quest and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, but have you seen the, the show no. or the, the movie Onward? No. Oh, you, you should watch it. You would like that. You would like that. Because um, it's for children? It's not, though. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I'm I'm in the process of getting rid of all my games. Now, I want to tell you a story. I, I did get rid of those three games, and I drove on Tuesday, probably. I think it was Tuesday. Um, I drove out you know, an hour and a half away to go and do this trade. Hour and 25 for, minutes? Oh, no, that was the other one. For a Nintendo Switch. And so I have the Nintendo Switch here. It's the Diablo edition, special edition of the Nintendo Switch. Wait, wait, Switch. wait, wait, wait. That's the kid you were going to meet in the parking lot? Yep. <laughs> yep. So I did it. I actually met his dad. Um, but uh, then I was saddened because I got home 
And we on the way home, I found out that our our van was spewing white smoke. What? And so I talked with Anna about that. I finally get home. We're looking at all all the stuff. I plug in the switch. It doesn't dock at all. And I'm like. <gasps> so I try a bunch of things. I try our switch, all the stuff. It's not the dock. It's the switch. No way. And so I contact I contact the kid and I'm like, hey man, did you test this thing? He goes, No, I no, I didn't. I was like, honestly, I'm a little mad. I'm 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 super uh, oh. perturbed about this. I'm annoyed uh, because I drove an hour and a half away. I met you early. Um, I gave you a killer deal, a killer deal, and you didn't even think to test it. Um, I was like, man, you need to you need to do better next time. Oh, what and a bummer! He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and then I just ghosted him for like an hour. And I'm like working on my like that'll teach you. I'm working on my van, honestly. Um, Send him an invoice for the for the figure out what the issue was, and then I I messaged him back after that hour, and I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry. Like, I'm having a week right now, um, and I I took some stuff out on you that I should not have done. Um, And I was like, "You're you know he's he's a kid. I was like, you need safe places to learn how to do Facebook Marketplace business." Um, and I was like, I should have been that place. And I'm so sorry about that. Hey, don't worry about this. Enjoy your games. I'll figure it out. Um, and because honestly, like legit, I got to thinking like, dude, that was so, why did I say that stuff? Like as a human person, why did I say that stuff? It's just a thing. I'm trying to get games out of my house. He did me a favor, right? Yeah. And the switch yeah. works. It just doesn't dock. And so I'm like, so it's the equivalent of the switch light. So basically, yeah, which is which fine. I did not want. Oh, <laughs> I don't want I don't want a switch light. But but at the end of the day, I was like, man, you know what? That is just not what Jesus would have done in that situation. And so I just apologized. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Like, I, I did it wrong. Um, I'm not going to I'm not proselytizing. This isn't my testimony. I'm just like, I shouldn't have acted that way personally. And then you healed him. Um, and then you. Uh, no, I'm just oh, kidding. yeah. Just and he, he he walked. <laughs> And ran from the well. <laughs> but anyway, I, that's just a, a moment of transparency for me. Um, oh, man. But hey, all that to say, I am doing Bubba's board game Bonanza. and That's like, what it I'm is now? It's board game Bonanza? What did you say? Isn't that what you said? Well, you said you didn't want it to be board game Bonanza because... But that's what it is. But then it would I, I limit know, you like, to items that you wanted to trade. You said here's the thing. Bubba's bartering Bonanza, but board game I, but, Bonanza but I, has but hits harder. When, you, when, I, when I say things out loud... That's the thing that felt right to say. It was just the most natural board game thing Bonanza. to say. So that's that's what it is. Bubba's board game dance. Triple B. You haven't you haven't you haven't done the handles anyway. So no. But now we, that's what we can get, Kate. Um, so make sure you follow uh, at Bubba's board game Bonanza. Well, that's a really long, long. Come on, Kate. Bubba's um, bu- Bubby's Bubby's Bonanza B. That's what it'll be. <laughs> probably, probably board game Bonanza. See if that one's available. We'll see. Um, but anyway, I'm trying to get stuff out of my house. We're trying to figure things out. If you can pay for shipping, you're going to be great. If not, it's going to be a thing. That's the, that's the it. Last... That's the bio for all the accounts. Just trying to get stuff out of my house. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm willing to let people buy things, but also I'm, I'm willing to barter, Abby. Um, so that being said, I also, the last thing that I've been doing really is disc golf. I went and played. Played very well. Also played not very well in some holes, but played pretty well. 
and I love disc golf. I bought three discs. They're fantastic. I have many more discs, but I bought three discs um, because it's like they release, they drop, they mm. do stuff. Stuff happens, um, yeah, yeah. The, each disc flies differently. If you're a disc golfer, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you're not, like they 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 have very specific flight paths when you throw them, mm. and so how out of breath would you say that that sport makes you? Uh, on a on a scale of like one to ten. I guess it depends on your fitness. Do you, yeah. I mean, do you, do you want me to, I'll, I'll scale it on one to 10. Okay. Yeah. Scale okay. it on one to 10. Four. Okay. So it could be Kate friendly. Anything that's five or below oh, 100%. is Kate friendly. If I'm huffing and yeah. puffing and like maybe sweating, I'm not in. You, well, I mean, depending on the, the, the temperature outside, but that's the temperature. That's not because it's not like basketball or soccer where it, you're, Correct. you're burning oh, no, alive. No, 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 like no, no, no. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's a, very yeah, I, I like sport. the leisure sports or yeah. ones you can remain sitting. Um, you can be very <laughs> bad at it. I mean, very bad, like laughably, frustratingly bad at it. But I have been playing disc golf for 15 years. So and professional, so, basically, at this point. I wouldn't go that far. Oh. Um, but I would say that like knowing how to throw a disc is very helpful. Okay, well, I'm really bad if at that. Have, I'm really bad at throwing it. If you have proper technique... Then you can be like, oh, okay, I know this disc is supposed to do this. In order to get it to do even close to what it's supposed to do, I have to throw it like this. And so all that to say, big fan of disc golf. If you want to trade me disc golf stuff for games, I'm down for that. There was um, a guy who I don't remember I who it was. They posted it on social media and I reposted it. I have to look. Who put the something of LTNs on his disc golf bag. You should talk to that guy. Yo, let's go. I forget who it was. All right, I would love to. I would love to talk to the stranger. To whoever this is. <laughs> um, but hey, anyway, those are just a few of the things that we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing in our culture, and it really doesn't even scratch the surface. That's just how much time we had, and we went over. So, mm-hmm. don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to be talking all about Mister Elon Musk and his quest to make verification the most confusing thing on the internet via Twitter, right here on the Free Play Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Radio Matt, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today I'm reviewing the Paramount Plus series Star Trek Picard Season 3, and I'm going to try to do it without spoiling anything that the previews already have. I've seen the entirety of Picard, and while super fun to see Jean-Luc back in action alongside a returning Seven of Nine from Voyager and a new cast of rambunctious, reluctant heroes, the first two seasons were a bit too ambitious in my opinion, and created stories that didn't tap too heavily into the sweet, sweet nostalgia that we all craved. They were fun, but kind of felt like one-watchers, if you know what I mean. That is why Season 3 was such a welcome change, and they knew what they had when they first started advertising. From the get-go, this was hyped as a reunion of the primary cast of the next generation for one last mission. But we weren't really sure what to expect. Would it be a one-cameo-per-episode thing that would end up feeling cheap? I'm happy to report, not at all. This 10-episode story arc is not only the best season of Picard, it may be the best season of modern Trek entirely. We not only get that sweet nostalgia hit, but we also get true story progression for every single TNG main character. 
It's hard to choose which character was my favorite upon return, but I'm leaning towards Worf. Now, fans of the first two seasons might be disappointed in that, aside from Picard, only two of the previous two seasons cast returns for prominent roles in season three. But if you're like me, you won't miss them much. The callbacks for the villains and other members of Starfleet are absolutely delightful, and the new central character, whom I will not spoil here, was fantastic in the role, and I hope we get to see more in a sequel series. I don't want to go any deeper. I don't want to tell you the story. I don't want to give you any hint as to what to expect because it'll spoil everything. So let me just close in saying, if you are a fan of The Next Generation, this is the perfect ending to their story. Better than the TNG series finale, better than Nemesis, better than the hijacked last episode of Star Trek Enterprise for sure. If you haven't been a fan of the first two seasons of Picard or have no interest in watching them first, there are a couple things that you need to know before you dive into season three, but I'm sure there's a good article that can quickly catch you up over there on the Google. That's the review. I'm Radio Matt, and remember, swords are fun. Welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba, joined with Kate. Hello. My bestie in the whole way to Eastie. Well, I could be Westie now because Matt's not here. So you then I'm. Be, but, Matt, but Matt. But then I'm more to the West. Matt's not here. You, so I am the only one that's to the West of you're you. The at, only this, one. at this. And Matt, you Matt, actually, no, Western. no, no. Matt isn't even to the West of you. I know, but it just rhymes. Well. Anyway, I'll use the Saurus and think of some other. Things I didn't. Ex- I didn't express that. I, I, I didn't expect that to trigger you as hard as it did. But <laughs> hey, I'm glad. I'm glad that it did. Um, today, Kate is. Kate's our producer. Okay, <clears throat> like she, Kate does a ton of stuff around around the office here, but she also around the office. produces this <clears throat> podcast. And so basically, what she does is she just says, "Hey, Matt." Hey Bubba, this is what we're. Well, sometimes about. I give you a choice between two things. You do, you do that, but like, it's a. It's but it's like, only it's one, one of, those, of those two things, unless you have something better. But no. yeah, it's like when 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 your mommy asks you, "Do you want carrots or do you want broccoli?" Yeah, which one? It's eat like one. you're gonna eat vegetables and you're gonna like it. Eat it. So anyway, Kate said, <clears throat> "Hey, I want to talk about this verification on Twitter, which we have actually talked quite a bit about." And I think it's because it's so near and dear to Kate. It's near heart. and dear to my heart. And you you actually brought this up maybe a month ago. And I told you not to say anymore because I'm going to put it on the topic <laughs> list. And then some things have happened since you even said that. So I'm here to provide you with a little bit of an update. Some bad news for you. Womp womp and for then, me? So, yeah. And then some... Um, oh, come on. Just... And some people might be saying, what does it matter about verification? Like, why is that important to the free play podcast? Why is that important to love thy nerd? Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because it is bringing up a whole issue of who is legit on the internet. How do Too we legit. know yeah. that this is a reliable and true source? You know, that's the, the age old thing that you learn in elementary school or maybe middle school of what's a reliable source. So uh-huh. we care about news here on the free play podcast. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. <clears throat> yeah. So I had to say goodbye to my verification. I had a verified Twitter account. I cannot believe that, dude. That was, uh, I've had that verification since 2009. And I had to say goodbye to it. I actually didn't know 
when for it for sure was going to go away. So I woke up one morning and I went to Twitter and it was gone. <laughs> and it was it was like kind of bittersweet. Well, mostly bitter. Uh, but then again, I, I had that verification, that check mark for something that I did ages ago that I'm no longer currently doing. Right. So it's kind of like, did I still need it? <laughs> but that wasn't uh, the point. That yes. wasn't the point behind my hurt feelings. It was like, I earned this and you took it away. <clears throat> so it wasn't just me, though, obviously. It was loads of people that got their verification taken away. And then the only way you can be verified is to purchase Twitter Blue for $8 a month a subscription. The, That's bonkers. The problem with that is that anyone can then purchase the verification for $8 a month. So... There were some issues very recently where quote unquote verified accounts were spreading misinfo about a nuclear strike from Russia on Ukraine. Verified accounts. Verified accounts. Def Let's DEFCON go. warning system. So in case you ever heard of the account DEFCON warning system, they're not legit, but they have a verified uh badge and spreading misinformation, which other verified but not legit accounts then picked up and circulated themselves so mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's feeding into this whole thing and then here's to the the pettiness of elon musk some twitter users found that they still had their verified mark but they weren't paying for it but if you clicked it it would come up with a badge that said this user subscribes to twitter blue and that's why they have the verification Okay. So this was celebrities, right? And they were like, I don't want this. And when they went to cancel it, it would give them no option because they weren't paying for the service. Elon just like set it, set them up so that they were forced to have it. So they were forced to look like they had it. Here's some of the- Even, if, <clears throat> even when they were not paying for yes. it. Yes. Yes. So here's a couple examples of celebrities that this happened to. And two of them, you'll say- that's interesting that you would have this Twitter blue and you would be paying for it. Um, Stephen King had one he didn't want. Oh, I saw Stephen King with that check. He had one he didn't want. Lil Nas X had one he didn't want, Lil wasn't Nas. paying for. And then get this, Anthony Bourdain and Chadwick Boseman. Anthony Bourdain? And Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> like, ooh, what are you doing? You know? They're not paying for Twitter blue. Doesn't that That's, give you like a gross feeling? They are not. May God rest their souls. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Who did I see? Did I see? Was it Stephen King that said. They like they they made. I'm sorry. I'm on Twitter right now trying to, to trying to verify what I'm about to say. They said, for those of you that are wondering, I'm not paying for this. Yeah. Some, somebody said that. A lot of people did. Yeah. Okay. Because it's humiliating to have that there and be like, I'm not paying for it, you know? And <clears throat> then this week, Elon Musk implemented a new thing where he removed when you click the verification badge and then it says they're paying for Twitter Blue and that's why they have it. He took that away. To quote unquote spare the humiliation. <laughs> it just says this account is verified. Yeah. I cannot. What are we doing here? I don't know. And then there's like more. <laughs> the, 
there was this guy named Drill on Twitter who's like a big user on Twitter. He okay. started a hashtag block the blue campaign where he was trying to get people to block everybody who had a blue check mark. So then Elon Musk gave him a blue check mark that he can't remove. <laughs> what in the world? Isn't that insane? <laughs> is he try is he like actively trying to tank Twitter? I I don't know, but he's such a troll. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> you couldn't get verified on Twitter. Two years ago. No, unless you you, do it. the only way that you could do it is if you have a direct connection to somebody in Twitter and you were representing somebody like a musician or something. Yeah. And you would use like the label or the management's connection to go and do that. It wasn't like everybody can apply to do it. That was the only way, really. And now. Well, and then they, they shut that down for a while. They shut it down for a while. And now it's like, so say Stephen King gets his removed like he wants. Now there's 5,000 fake Stephen King Twitter accounts. Yeah, yeah. Now what? Like the verification badge turned into like a massive FOMO thing. But the original purpose of it was to prevent account copying basically and fake identities. There were a couple fake Kate accounts. None of them tweeted quite with the humor that I had in my tweets. They just didn't really get the tone and language <laughs> of my things. But it, it makes it easier if you're verified because then people know it's the real you. That was the original purpose. And now it's turned into some twisted weird thing. <laughs> weird. And here's, yeah, I, here's the bad news for you, Bubba. I think it was two weeks ago you said... We were looking at something and it was a, an organization and they had the yellow verified yeah. mark. And you were like, yes. we should have that. How do we get that? Well, guess what? I looked into how we can get that. We have to submit an application and pay $1,000 to submit the application. If they deny, if they deny it, it gets worse. If they deny it, we don't get our money back. And then if they approve it going forward, we then pay $1,000 a month. No. No. Absolutely not. So we're not doing it. <laughs> Dude, what the heck? There's so much back and forth on this. And, and the, the real meaning of verification doesn't... It, I think it got lost in some translation here. The FOMO, the whole... I want to be verified. Dude, now now I'm The root like... of it is FOMO. I mean, don't you think? And now that, that that it's too easily accessible, now everybody's just going insane with the power. It's gone straight to their heads and now there is no power. I used mine only uh, responsibly. So did you when you looked that up, did you did you go to like Twitter official stuff? Yeah, or I, like I looked at multiple things and I looked at Twitter official and they said organizational verification, thousand bucks a month. So <laughs> why would anybody do that? I I'm don't know. That, like, I guess if you have a lot of money to spare, you wouldn't care. I guess. But a thousand dollars a month just to have that, that doesn't really. DuckDuckGo has it. 
Um, I guess it it depends. I guess it depends how important it is to you. Dude, I just, I'm not think. I'm not. I'm not even thinking that it's it's worth the time and energy and effort of any of it. No, it's not. But then the big, especially when so many things are still in the air. Yes, this whole thing could tank tomorrow. Oh, and okay, there we go. We'll do an LTN verification GoFundMe. Yeah, that's, that's per- yeah, who wants to pay? Oh, geez, that's horrible. Say, oh, you guys got to fund our $1,000 a month verification? <laughs> yeah. I would rather put that, there's so many other things we could put that $1,000 to that would actually make a difference in things besides having that on a Twitter account. Dude, that it's is It's just like... Bonkers. Weird. Really Weird. I don't know, man. I how how important do you think it is to have a verification badge? The only reason why it's important is to make sure that people know that you are the real one. That's it. But that's it. But like, so here's the here's the thing, though. Let me be real with you, okay? I'm listening. Love thy nerd has never been verified. No. On any platform, at all, and still. We get contacted frequently by people that are like, hey, we want to work with you guys. Yeah. How can we work with you guys? Can you come and help us? Can you train us? Can we be part of what you're doing? No verification at all. We let let the things that we do, we let our actions speak for us. And we talked, Kate, you and I talked ad nauseum about verification. Before you can pay for it, like, hey, what do we need to do? Should we should we like charge for partner on Twitch? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we get our Discord server verified? Like, because you know the the check mark, right? Um, and I just don't know if it's. I don't think important. that everyone needs to have it. There are some people that are more at risk in the sense of. Okay, how about this? Charles Barkley. You know, I love yep. Charles Barkley. He doesn't yep. have any social media. Every social media platform that's out there that says they're Charles Barkley is not. If he was to have one, it's like those higher profile people are the ones that are going to have the fake accounts made of them. So, like we talked about last week in the day and age of AI, you have these terrible things that could be created mm-hmm. that are not real. You could have tweets that are said that are not from the real person and there'd be no real way of proving that it wasn't them besides looking at the the follower count, maybe. I mean... You could Photoshop that if you did a screenshot. But that that circles back around to the the original problem that we're having here is that... Trolls. Either Elon decides that you're you're good to go. And by Elon, we we mean Twitter, right? Because to think that Elon is just kind of sitting in front of a computer and working on Twitter all day. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Twitter, Twitter is deciding who's verified without even their consent. That's bonkers. That's weird. That's, and they can't undo it. That's the weirder part. Or you can pay for it. Yeah. That's not how verification works, right? Like, no, it's that, or at least, or at least it shouldn't be how it works, right? Yeah. If it's just pay to play. And we've seen this already. You talked about this at the beginning of the segment. People are just, purchasing the things that they need to purchase and it's not verification yep. you're not verified no it doesn't mean anything you're the opposite of verified it's, it used to be 
that like when I got my verified thing, it was because I had a legit connection to Disney for one. And two, there were already fake accounts of me popping up. So it was like a preemptive and that's how they used to do it. That was, you know, that was Twitter hadn't been around for a super long time. So that was how they used to do it was, are you yeah. someone that may or may not be notable? Are there fake accounts of you popping up that should be that we need to kind of like curb this now? Here you go. But that's not how know. it I, is any anymore. <laughs> no. Well, and I wonder if it's if it's like a like a heavy course correction, um, because, you know, Twitter and Facebook and you know, social media and all sorts of stuff got drug in front of Congress. And so I wonder if it's not just like, well, hey, we we tried to keep yeah. fake news. I'm like, here out. you go. Now everything's fake news. Part yeah, of me you wonders. Thought it, you thought it was like. we, But we knew this was going to happen when when Elon took took over, though, right? Like he even said. He it. said like, no verification. He, and he said, I'm going to take away yeah. verification, like all this stuff. So part of me wonders if he bought Twitter as basically just a huge troll science experiment and is like, let's just see, let's, let's do all this stuff and just see what the peoples do. But then he bought it yeah. and everybody was like, you can't buy that. It's illegal for you to buy that. It's also, not. you can't do this. It's illegal for you to do this. And so he did. He got, he got in and he was he was playing in an area that he probably shouldn't have been playing in. But at the end of the day, instead of him purchasing it, and just being like the financier and, you know, being the like the head, he can be see, he can do whatever you want. It didn't, doesn't matter. But letting smarter people in that particular space run it and let it become just it, it could it could have become a bigger giant. It could have become it could have become the social media platform, period. End of story. Full stop. But instead, it's become this laughing stock. Yeah, and we've seen people that are like, "Oh well, I'm leaving Twitter." I, nobody, everybody talks big game. Nobody's leaving Twitter, right? Yeah, you can't afford Hive, to. You literally can't afford. Hive to. was a thing for a while. It, I mean, it still has too much of because it has so much heat on it, right? It's still in the it's still in the news. It's still the widest. Well, I don't want to say the widest. Depending on what you're trying to do, it's one of the widest like user bases. Mm -hmm. You want to get stuff out there. It's still the way it has its time and its place and its demographic. Absolutely. So despite what Elon is doing with all this crazy stuff, Twitter very much still is extremely relevant in terms of social media platforms, which it's nuts. which is wild. It's wild. But there is no true suitable platform to move over to that checks all the boxes that this one does. So no. the whole verification thing is just a really terrible grotesque <laughs> social experiment i don't know what else to call it like organizations a thousand dollars a month <laughs> that's stupid dude uh, that <clears throat> what I mean, is eight dollars eight dollars a month for a personal one i think that's that's a little high should be five could, or below i also could argue it's a little low I could I could go both ways on that one. It depends what the perp what you want it to do. The verification is such a massive jump to go from eight dollars to a thousand dollars to a thousand dollars. It's such a massive jump. I, I would need to see. Kate, can you tell me? We got we got a little just a little bit of time left. What are the benefits of a yellow check mark? 
Um, at all. Other than saying, nope, we're verified. I can almost guarantee you there's no, there's no other. Do we get access to like live streaming on the platform that is not accessible to other people? Um, do we get access to like seminars? Is there a nonprofit program? Like, or is um, it just you get a square avatar for- icon. You can add um, an unlimited number of affiliates. So I guess that means... So say we pay the $1,000. That means I could be verified again. You, Matt, everybody could all be verified. (laughs) So that's what you get for... uh, I would hope so. That's what you get for $1,000. Thousand. I do see the square. Based on just my quick check right now on what what you would get. Oh my gosh, dude. It, no, it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. It's I, I'm I'm a little bit mad that it's even taken up a segment for us to talk about on this podcast, which oh, is a podcast on. about nothing. And so Well like, the peoples need to know because now you have to be careful when you see an account that says DEFCON warning system tweeting about how Russia is gonna bomb Ukraine. Just be careful because just because they're verified now, it doesn't mean jack squat. <laughs> Isn't that terrifying? Jack squat. It terrifies Dude, I would, me. I would say <laughs> maybe if we said, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go verified for a month. And it's I marketing don't... money, right? But a thousand dollars a month. We're we're not at the point where where no, we can do a thousand dollars. That's insane. Money. And just on Twitter, I would rather use a thousand just on Twitter. I would rather use a thousand dollars for anything to do with NCMS in any other place. Oh yeah. I would rather use oh, it yeah. on Facebook a thousand bucks. Yeah, we would go so much further. Anyway, hey, we want to hear what you think about all this <laughs> stuff. Crazy, right? Absolute crazy. So nobody How wants it. Guys... The famous people don't want it, and the peasants like us do want it and will pay yeah. for it. To to just so to just troll. That's so stupid. Absolutely backwards from from what it what it should. Yeah. Be. Anyway, let us know in the comments. Uh, tweet us. <laughs> That's at that. Nerd, at Replay Podcast. <laughs> Hit us up um, on Instagram. All that stuff. Let us know. We're gonna take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, I'm gonna tell you about how I believe the Spirit of God is moving oh. in and through at least Texas, if not the rest of the world. Right here on the Replay Podcast. Thank you for listening to LTN Radio, and we've got something special to announce. If you've been listening to our station on the Live 365 smartphone app, LTN Radio now has its very own standalone app for Android and iOS. This app is simple and straightforward, but it also offers options like harding tracks you want to keep track of to look up later, or you can even buy the track by clicking the shopping cart icon. The app will showcase what is currently playing and the last few tracks that have played. We'll even be able to send notifications for big event reminders. To download the app, simply search for LTN Radio in your phone's app store. And while it's downloading, we'd love it if you scrolled down and gave our station a five-star rating. And share the app with people who love Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie too. Thank you again. Christian Radio has gone to the nerds.
Well, to close out our show today, I did want to kind of talk to you guys a little bit about some of the stuff that's been going on in my life personally. Let's hear about um, it. I want to know I everything. about it on, on office hours. And yeah, well, I didn't hear those it. those of you that... Well, I know, I know. You, you popped in late, but it's early for you. Kate yeah, so you guys always schedule, you. especially beard bros. Like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to... It's like 7 in the morning. I don't know why. Kate, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a morning person. But it's not all. 7 in the morning for you. It's like... Nine in the morning for you, beard bros. I like honestly, ten o'clock. That's about when my brain's like, "It's yeah, we're ready. Yeah, let's do some let's uh, do some real things in the world." And so, me doing stuff earlier than that, it's just stupid. And so I actually bumped it. I used to start at eight o'clock my time. Now I start at nine, mm. um, and I go for three hours instead of four. Just kind of kind of working on some stuff. Anyway, <laughs> uh, during office hours, I talked about the craziness that has just been going on in the best possible way in my life and the lives of the people around me, spiritually speaking. And so just caveat, we don't cram Jesus down anybody's throat. We don't do any stuff like that. We are a religious 501c3 nonprofit. And our mission statement is that we exist to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. That's true. That being said, um, we try to keep it pretty light and frothy because we're building relationships with people to help them understand that it's not, all this all the time right like we're we're christians without having to tell you we're christians and so um we my daughter got baptized this past sunday and it was a beautiful beautiful moment she'd been working towards this for a while and it was nothing she had to attain but i want to make sure she knew what she was doing our faith tradition is that baptism doesn't save but it is an outward expression of like an inward personal decision and so um, the video was cute. So we did that. It was a cute video. It was great. It was wonderful. It was really well done. Like our church really thought about, you know, how to do this well. And so we had 12 people come up and, you know, get baptized and say that they want to get baptized and all sorts of stuff. Then we had 14 people come up after that and get baptized. That's and these crazy. are not people that like they were they were getting baptized in their jeans. Um, one guy got baptized in a hoodie. They didn't bring their bathing suits. Um, no, <laughs> Nene under the, she was like, you saw her yellow arm. Yeah. What's her bathing suit, man? She's got, she was ready to go. Um, and so like our pastor opened it up at the end and he was like, Hey, is God is moving. If the spirit of God is moving in anybody's heart right now. Let's do it. We've got this horse trough on stage and we're just, we've got water. Let's go. And one guy came up good friend of mine, love to death. It's got a story and a half. And that I told everybody, I was like, that's the, that was the cork coming off of the bottle. Just, and after that, like that, it, it went for 45 minutes and we baptized 14 wow, more people. Wow, that's crazy. And <clears throat> nobody was like, what time is it? We gotta get out of here and go to lunch. <laughs> like people were bawling their eyes out for the whole time. A um, couple of quick stories about that. We saw um, we saw a woman whose husband is on staff at our church, the pastor on staff at our church, get baptized. And the amount of like vulnerability in that moment was stupid. Like, because if that had happened, even at our church, you know, eight years ago, um, it would have been like, hey, we should probably have a conversation on Monday about like kind of where you guys are at. Um, 
Uh, and but but it was like no, let's do it. He baptized her, um, and That's then cool. just a few people later, she baptized somebody who like they work at a school together, um, and they'd been talking about baptism and you know Christianity and things yeah. of the religious nature, and she was there and <clears throat> she asked her to baptize her and she did, and like I was like, dude, this is freaking bonkers who i saw the video so i know the answer but yeah. in case someone didn't see the video who baptized nene i did Aww. i had an opportunity to baptize my daughter and that to me was one of the sweetest moments that was really um, cool and our so our pastor he spoke he was like look man it's not my job of course i'm i'm speaking as if it were my words in his mouth but i'm paraphrasing here he's like it's not my job <clears throat> to to baptize everybody it's just not it's your job as Christians to baptize people. And so that's what we're going to do. He's like, I'm not going to not baptize. Hmm. And he did. He started off baptizing one person. And he, I think he baptized maybe a couple other people. But um, it was one of those deals where he's like, I want people that if you're influential in their spiritual walk and their faith journey, I want you to be the one to baptize them. The Bible says, go unto all the nations, making disciples and baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You go do. You can do this. You should be doing this. Um, and so it was great to see, like, we had a, I got to baptize Nene. Um, and then we, you know, other fathers were baptizing their kids. And at one point of the 14 that came up out of the crowd, we had a, uh, we had a, uh, a guy come up out of the crowd and he called his son out of the audience to come up and baptize him. Oh, wow. Earlier on, his ex-wife came up and was baptized. And so, like, it just, the stories after stories after stories were just gnarly. There was a, a kid, the last one that we baptized, his his parents were in the service at the beginning, but left earlier because they had to go pick up, um, I think, his grandma oh. from, I don't know, I don't know where. But he came up. And our pastor was like, do you want to wait until you, we can do this next week. And he goes, no, I'm going to do it now. Um, and I talked to his mom because they came back, you know, for the end of the service. And we're like, like minutes and longer. they're like, why are you wet? <laughs> no, 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 no. Cause he texted her and all oh. sorts of stuff. And I was like, Hey, what do you, what do you think about your baby boy? And she goes, he made the right decision. That was he, that, that if the spirit's moving, you move with the spirit. And so it just was so crazy. And, um, so we've been talking about this with other people, and this happened at a couple of different churches around Texas as well on the same day, which Ooh, is not normal. That's not weird. Normal. Um, and it was just bonkers, bonkers crazy to hear the hear the stories and all sorts of stuff and to be a part of that. And I come to find out that like other churches in our area were talking about this too. They were like, did you guys hear what happened at First Baptist Marble Falls? Um, and so like the words getting out and I leaned around and I was like, man, this is the kind of revival I can get behind. This is mm. it. We had brand new people in the faith that were moving forward with, you know, confessions and stuff that they wanted to do. And then we had people that were coming back to the Lord, um, coming back to like a rededication moment and a true revival. Right. So you have revival in both sense of the word, a revival yeah. of the spirit of God in the space. That's so crazy. And also a revival of the spirit in the hearts of people that had been on a path with Jesus and then left and then came back all that to say. Um, and I've only got like a quick 
quick moment here. We had car trouble. I told you guys about the car trouble. Yeah, right? the smoke. Because of the timing of God, because of uh, the hearts of that God was moving in, our car, we had to take it into the shop. It was that bad, right? Um, because of that moment, one of the people that was there and experienced that Sunday morning, friends of ours love us well, that were also, they, they go to a different church. We invited them there for Nene's baptism, and they got to see and experience that movement of the spirit. God moved in their heart in the timing of what was going on. They had a large financial commitment that was covered um, fully. Heard about, because Anna asked, you know, if we could borrow a vehicle for a day. Yeah. And they said, you know what? Let's go buy a van. Ooh and they purchased a vehicle for us. No freaking. And this is not way. a brag. This is not a brag. Because we talked about it. If we had had this conversation a month ago, nothing would have happened. But because of the timing, because of the spirit of God moving, because of all the stuff that's happening, being the body of Christ, experiencing these things together, not just through Facebook, but like sharing life. Yeah. And doing so together, what is it? A 2023 like, Toyota? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a 2018 Honda Odyssey. Oh, dang. And so it's, and honest, like legit, they were just like, we're going to cover it. No white and smoke so we, when you pulled away. <laughs> no white smoke. <laughs> And so, like, honestly, th what they were talking about was, um, like, this is how the body of, of God, the body of Christ, church, should should do things yeah, if we're funny. able, right? Like, no, don't go buy everybody a car. You're right? broke, like but, dead broke. Here, I'll buy you a, a Lamborghini. But it's a real, like, sell all your possessions and give to the poor kind of a situation. And it's one of those deals I brought up. Francis Chan, if you guys aren't familiar with Francis Chan, very famous prolific uh pastor yeah. part of the passion movement he's bald um, by the way just in California. case you were he's wondering bald, which yeah. one he is he's bald he used to be he's at a church bald. like right up the well not right up the street like 25 minutes away i've never seen him camarillo right no uh see me valley where they filmed part of the mandalorian oh, got it. oh perfect <laughs> his church is literally like in the, the same area where they filmed part of the mandalorian he wrote a book called crazy love kept just i mean probably a decade ish ago now and in that book, he talks about how he's like, I don't have insurance. Um, and people are like, well, you're an absolute crazy person. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't need it. And I go, what's something happens to you? And he said, if something happens to me, I, I know that the people in my community would, would take care of Dang. me and my family. And like, that was a level of acceptance that I, I didn't know until yesterday. Mm. And so, I mean, I, I've known it in, like in different shades, right? Mm -hmm. um, people have stepped up and we've stepped up for people and all sorts of stuff. But it's like, this was a, this was a big one. This was a big one. And so at the end of the day, like it's fantastic. Again, we're not cramming, you know, God no, you're just sharing what happened to you. That was crazy. This is part, this is part of like, when God moves, you talk about it, right? Un unapologetically, you talk about it. Yeah. And then you don't force people to understand or anything, but it's like, Weird stuff happens all the time to us, all the time to us. And this is another like massive layer of weird stuff happening to us. So, so what happened to, to the other, the other van? What happened to it? So question, we took it into, <laughs> no, no, no. We took it into the, um, into the shop and the shop was like, Hey, uh, we're, we're, we're going to be able to fix this. It's going to cost a thousand ish dollars to fix. Okay, same as a verified so organization for one month. Well, we're going to, yeah, <laughs> do you want to get verified at Twitter or do you want to have a working vehicle? 
And so what we're going to do is we're going to keep that. And that's going to be my daily driver. Um, is and so now we have we have two vans that if if one is down Brilliant. or Anna's busy or I'm busy we can we can transport all of our children. It's a blessing. It is a legit blessing to do that because right now I'm driving a like I it, it's really cool that I'm driving a sports car <laughs> like stick shift convertible that's super cool. <laughs> it's a loaner from a friend, another person from our life group. But it's not kid friendly, yeah, conducive yeah. to travel or whatever, and so come on, it's PJ, like, come on. Yeah, I can't. He's never ridden it. We're gonna roll can't. the roll the top down. And so <laughs> this this is a big, huge, huge blessing. So I just want to share that with you guys. And well, I'm just happy let you know, for like, you. Hey, God, God's moving. Um, and so just try to be obedient if you can. And if you want to know more, please send me a message. I'd be more than happy to share it with you. But I think that's gonna do it. Um, for this episode, episode 174 of the Free Play Podcast, um, be sure to check us out on all social media, at Love Thy Nerd, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, Tickety Talk, mm. all those things. Um, and also you can follow Free Play Podcast yep. on Instagram and Twitter. No checks. Sorry. Not a single check there. And if you just thought to yourself, what a dumb thing to talk about, hey, you can fix that. You can become a content producer um, for us at Love Thy Nerd by going to lovethynerd.com slash producer or exclamation point producer in the chat here. And we would love to hear from you and just kind of see what's going on in your world and what you think we should be talking about. So fill that out. And also new episodes of this podcast release every Tuesday on your favorite podcasting platform. Anywhere. And you can also listen to them on LTN radio at ltnonair.com. Or by downloading the LTN Radio app, just search for LTN Radio on your app store, and uh, you do push, it. Push the button <laughs> to download, and it'll show up right there. Um, but hey, we love you, and um, I just want to make sure that you guys know that we have Discord! Exclamation point Discord! Great server. Love for you to come and hang out. Tons of space. We think this is where true relationship happens outside of our, our uh, IRL meetings. So there was a. Star Wars watch party in there yesterday. There for was there, Star Wars Day. There was indeed. Yeah. So do us a favor. Go check that out. Hang out. Be a part of it. No show next week. Um, Bubby is traveling. Oh, that's right. You're traveling. Matt already marked on his calendar. Um, Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. Tears of the Kingdom. I think what I'm going to do is I, I don't normally travel with my Switch. I'm going to take it. Mm. Um, and then Why don't buy... you normally travel with the Switch? That's like Because I don't play handheld. But it's the most like easiest, obvious way to keep yourself entertained in those situations. No, it's sleep and movies on the plane is how oh. I do that. But this time, I will be I'll be purchasing Tears of the Kingdom in Orlando if I can get a hand my hands on a copy of it, um, and then we'll go from there. You 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 sleep on the plane all the time. You're not worried like you have to be alert in case something goes down and. No, oh. <laughs> I we'll talk about that in the post play podcast. If you want to know more about that, you should hang out with us. Twitch.tv slash love. But hey, we're going to get out of here. Um, and so my name is Bubba Stalko. I'm Kate Kotowaki. And for Matt Warmbier and our cut man, CJ, we will catch you next time in another episode of the church. Nerd. Nope. This isn't church. Oh my nerds. Gosh. I saw I saw Anna in chat. We don't even do church. Nerds. This is a free play podcast. There you go. If no one else tells you this, remember that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.
have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stalkup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media.